Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I have been living on this phrase this week because I haven't been able to sleep consistently. What happened was last week, I think at some point or this weekend, um, I had fallen asleep on the couch as we do sometimes (laughs) and I went upstairs to go to bed and I honestly like saw that Douglas called and since we're 13 hours time difference, I was like, you know what, I'll give him a call and I was up for about an hour at 2.30 at night and until about 3.30 in the morning. And it was crazy because I feel like we have these moments where we can't always sleep through the evening. And I've been saying on the podcast too, sometimes I'm waking up later without Douglas being here and stuff like that. But I always feel like there's these things, this phrase that is stuck in my head and I work in liquor sales, so I'm pulling that in. But there's this phrase that I utilize all the time with Jefferson's whiskey. It's a Jefferson's, it's a bourbon. And it's a Thomas Jefferson quote, and it's never put off tomorrow what you can do today. And I think that that's very success driven. I completely understand where it's all coming from when in the sense of like, if you know you can accomplish some things today, like go ahead and finish those things up. But if you're someone that gets overly stressed with work and overly stressed with things, and then you're in the middle of the night and you're waking up and sending out emails like I did last night and not able to fall back asleep and it's taking you forever to fall asleep and you've basically wasted two hours of sleep trying to fall asleep or remembering something else and like taking care of it in the middle of the night instead of just relaxing and releasing and you're stressing, then this quote may not be for you as it is not for me sometimes. And I turned on my app and I was doing a sleep mantra And they do this in a sleep mantra where it has you begin by saying your mantra out loud. And then if your mantra, if you're letting other thoughts come in and you're not focusing on your mantra, you jump into saying it faster. And then from there, you start to take it down a little bit more and it becomes like your mouth and your lips and your tongue are all moving, but you're not making as much sound. Then you put it into your head And then you start to relax it into your breath. And then depending on how you go, you either like repeat it up again or not. And this is uh, a sleep mantra I've always done. Now, they usually suggest something simple like OM, but I was doing an actual sentence, which is the opposite of this quote. And it wasn't never put off tomorrow what you can do today. It was I've accomplished what I can today. There's always tomorrow which is the title of the episode. 
I've accomplished what I can today. There's always tomorrow. I've accomplished what I can today. There's always tomorrow. I keep hearing people saying this um, in different ways. It's just the phrase that came to my head last night. It helped me a little bit. I had a little bit more of like restless leg syndrome. So I had to jump into um, a deeper version of this. But it eventually put me to sleep because I realized there's going to be a million things. The list will always go on and on in your head. And there will always be more things on the list because one day is only one day. When you have a deadline for work, um, that's what my stressor was last night. When you have a deadline for work, you have to understand that not necessarily are you supposed to accomplish that in one day. It's, you know, what can you do each day to make sure you get closer to the goal that by the time the deadline reaches, you've accomplished it. And so as I was chatting with different people this week and um, focusing on just mental health in general, because I feel like I talk to everyone that I'm close with, every buyer that I'm close with about that, and I'm very open about it. Uh, as a millennial, I do feel like we shared a lot of our feelings. I'm, I'm fairly an open book, a lot more than my parents' generation is. But then there's Gen Z, who's even more open or extremely closed off. And then there's this like new breed of generation. I don't even, I guess it's still Gen Z that are in their like mid to young 20s. And they they share everything. You know, if they need a mental health day, they need a mental health day. And sometimes I think that that's so powerful that they're able to share that much. And then other times I, I'm fearful that we're sharing too much or we're using it as an excuse to like not do things. Now, that's why I want to like make a very clear perspective here. So there's also this perspective, if you've ever heard of it, it's called the 80-20 perspective. It's actually a book. I have not read it, but I had a uh, ad come up on my social media account and I'm scrolling through it and it was it was listing off and I realized after reading all the things, it was like week one, week two, week three, week four, and it was four different books and I was thinking in my head, oh my God, people can really read a book, in, four books in a week, much less a book in a week and it takes me like months to read a book because I just, I go in and out of them but they were all self-help books and all self-help title books. So I saved it but one was the 80-20 principle and I thought, oh, you know, like I made an episode about this. If you haven't heard it, please go back and revisit it Oh my God. So I had to look it up, but it's all the way back to episode 20. And this is episode 153. So I did an 80-20 concept on respecting your body. I actually remember all the podcasts I was listening to for then. And it was talking about, um, there were so many different theories on 80-20, but it was about food should be 80% and 20% should be the workout um, or finding this balance, 80% of eating good, 20% of enjoying, um, all these different, there's all these different concepts. But this 80-20 principle is a little different. And I just did a very quick cliff notes. You can all check it. If you have read the 80-20 principle and tell me I'm very, very wrong, please tell me so. But what I gathered was that there's 100% of the time that you're doing things and 20% of that time is actually effective. So it's this work smarter, not harder concept. Now with work, sometimes I can get a lot done just from texting clients because I'm a very text heavy, um, a text heavy location. So even though I have like an admin day on Monday, I'm still probably touching base with at least 10 to 12 accounts on a Monday even though I'm not physically going in anywhere sometimes. And 
that being said, it's work smarter, not harder. So it was saying if you're doing all this stuff, 20% of the time, it's actually only effective. And 80% of the time, it's kind of a waste of time. So when I go through these things and I have a laundry list of things to do after I've finished a longer day, um, yesterday, I believe, I, I did a lot of administrative work in the morning and then I took a shower, I made breakfast and I left. And I was gone until about 7.30 p.m. So I was gone for roughly, I don't know, seven-ish hours. And then I came home and of course then I wanted to like cook dinner and take care of the dog and give her some attention. And I'm by myself right now, so I'm cooking and cleaning. So like in order to eat clean and to do things effectively for my body and my template, I pretty much cook every meal if I'm not eating out. Um, and I don't eat out that often. I would say maybe once a week, if that. Um, and that's usually like if my boss is in town or I'm going out with a friend. Otherwise, I'm always cooking. So with that, um, it's just it's a little bit more work and it's a little bit more time. So I had worked a long, long time yesterday, but then that came with emails still coming in and following up and all these things that I still needed to do last night. And I did most of them during the day in between um, visits and, and clients and whatnot. And then all these things woke me up around 2.30 in the morning and I was like, I started to make a list in my head and you know what I'm talking about. You know that dreaded list that you start making when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, I'm SOL. I'm not, I'm never going to get out of this loop of trying to remember these things. And I didn't want to forget. So what I did was as I put, I started to do a couple things. I like grabbed my cell phone and I started to do a few of those things. And then it made me think of more things, which made me think of more things. All these things are linked and connected, but I'm not being, I mean, it's a salary job. So, you know, you just get your work done. You do it whenever, but like, I'm not being paid to work at 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. I don't need to do that. And I could not kick my mind. Like I could not slow it down. And I needed to just refixate and refocus on going back to sleep because that's what was important. Of course, then I text Douglas and I was just like, just to see if he was even awake. And, and thank goodness he wasn't because... He, I believe he probably took a nap. He had a really early day at a long day. So he probably is in another time zone and was either out and wasn't in his hotel room anymore or checked into his hotel room and then um, had to go back and like do something wherever he was stationed that day. And this mantra, I was like, oh my God, like I need to do something because I have to go back to sleep and I can't turn it off. Like I was ready to grab the microphone and record the podcast episode right then and there in the middle of the night and just say, screw it, I'm not going back to sleep tonight. But I knew that that wasn't going to set me up for success today. And so I allowed myself to do those set few things. But then when I started to get into it too much, I was like, let me grab the mantra and let me slow down. So that is a mantra. It's like a, a sleep aid if that is helpful for you. And just remembering like I've accomplished all I can today. There's always tomorrow. I've heard a lot of moms using this lately. Um, I've heard a lot of people in their mid-30s using it lately too. And just allowing yourself to know that that accomplishment 
may have been all the other things. Maybe you look at work and you're like, I didn't do a lot with work today, but like what what else did I do? Well, I cleaned and I did laundry and I took a walk with my dog or I went and took a class or um, I furthered my education or had a blackout day and I ignored the world and I needed that. Or um, on the flip side then, you know, when I'm doing really well and I'm successful and killing it with work, I'm neglecting other things. Miko's been in her crate for hours or, you know, maybe, maybe I... I had to spend money that day to go to Lake Kava instead of cooking myself a dinner or, um, you know, maybe I didn't get a chance to talk to Douglas that night and I wasn't able to like, you know, adhere to my relationship and be able to be there for my partner um, in that way, which is fine. So you can give yourself, it's all, but it's all a balanced scale. So this 80-20 theory, this 80-20 principle um, has made me shift a little bit. It's like, okay, when are the times that I can that I'm actually doing the 20% that's smarter. And one of the times that I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to finish and complete a goal. So how can we take that time and then rest assured when we go to bed that we have accomplished what we need to? Um, I find that meditating or making that checklist does help. And again, the days that I meditate versus the days I don't, it's literally five minutes, guys, five to 10 minutes. I just pop something on. Sometimes it's a 13 minute one. I'll give it that. Um, sometimes on a, I'm on a walk with Miko and I pop one in that's supposed to be a stationary meditation. But for some reason, it just, it allows me to like, like relax and calm down and realize that there are things that I can still accomplish tomorrow when I go to bed because I love sleep. We all know this. Um, this is the time of year where I always say it's so hard for me because as it, once it starts to get dark, I literally want to go to bed at 9 p.m. and I don't want to wake up till like 8 a.m. And that's insane. I mean, you don't, no one needs that much sleep, but um, I'm very much a vitamin D and like rise and rest with the sun kind of person, true form, um, summer baby, because I can accomplish so much in a day with that and still get a good amount of sleep in the summer. Like I absolutely love um the longer days. But we need the shorter days because we need the rest and we need the self-care. So any ways that you can allow yourself to not wake up in the middle of the night in a stress panic, trying to send out emails in the middle of the night or um, create a list, I would say to avoid the phone. I used to do this because this happened to me a lot. My dad does this all the time too. And I, I will say sometimes it's dehydration. So there's two things that I can say other than just the waking up in the middle of the night and doing the mantra. But I also think that having some water in between your glass of wine at night or when you first come home, um, if you're ending your day a little later to kind of focus on relaxing into your evening with a glass of water first Um and then a glass of water in between your wine glasses because I usually have a glass while I'm making dinner and like with dinner and then one more glass. So I would say trying to find that, um, bringing that water to bed with you, making sure you if you had a stressful day, you find those ways to decompress. I've got like my jade comb that I brush through my hair sometimes. I've got all different types of aromatherapies and stuff like that. Um, CBD is great, you know, all these different things that you can use that I think are super smart 
and worth trying. In addition, I used to keep a pen and paper next to my bed. So if the list began, which once it starts, we know it can't stop, um, instead of writing it down in, on a notes in your phone or trying to accomplish it on your phone, to write it down on the pad of paper. Um, so in moments when I know I'm a little bit stressful and I know I have a lot of things on my mind, I will bring a pen and paper to bed and I usually roll over and start making a list on that. So try those different things and let me know if any of those things are working for you. Really try that mantra though. I'm not even joking you. I've accomplished all I can today. There's always tomorrow. I really think however you want to coin that phrase or create it for yourself, um, and, and try to do it the way that I said it. It's, it feels weird because it's the middle of the night, but say it audibly out loud a couple times, then take it down a notch that you're barely making any sound, but your mouth is still moving. Then let it be in your head and just try to like relax yourself into sleep. Um, turn on some like meditation music for yourself in the background and just try to like turn it off. And as you notice things coming in, just kind of let them go because you can start off by letting all that craziness in and allowing it to come in and realize all the things that you're stressed about and then start to push them away with the mantra and just realize that you can you're always going to wake up in the morning and you can do all these things in the morning they can be on the list even if you have a million things you already know you need to do that day it can still happen tomorrow because chances are the email that you're sending out or the thing that you're completing or whatever it, it doesn't need to be done in the middle of the night I guarantee you the deadline is 9 a.m or the deadline is a month from now whatever the deadline may be um, you can do it tomorrow so I hope you're not stressing too much about work and I hope this is super helpful and remember all these things are not in sequential order so do yourself a favor go back and listen to the theory I was talking about with body and um 80-20 for the 20th episode that I did which was so long ago and still in the middle of the pandemic and um I was still living in our apartment in Manhattan so wild uh how things have changed and evolved, but theories are still there and they're still worth uh, testing and trying. I love you all. I will see you next week, which remember is Chelsea's episode. I cannot wait. She'll be here. Um, we'll probably have a powwow on Monday and do an episode that Monday. And then we'll do another one the following Monday because um, I definitely want to have her on here. I think any conversation the two of us have is always interesting. So if you have any topic ideas that you're thinking about or things that you would want us to discuss um, or things that you're are currently dealing with, please uh, reach out to me in a DM this week and I'd be happy to start to sift through some of those topic ideas. Otherwise, I know we'll come up with something on our own. So be sure to tune into that next Tuesday. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia, 
or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.